three, four, coming around, here we go. And when the food, the food, the food did not, they weren't, they knew better. They just weren't going to come. I'm like, we're fucked. We're absolutely fucked. Um, but because the little ones, the ones that are a year, well, they're not little, but they're smaller ones, are naive and like me, I caught them both. Mm. So we said, all right, at least we'll share the ones we didn't want to share first because they, they have the best fiber. Mm-hmm. And Elena didn't want to shear for the first time on the ones with the best fiber because yes, they have baby alpaca fiber. You want to get your practice and chop. You want to practice on the, we wanted to start with the eldest because it has the least high quality fiber. So ah. like, like people, their, their hair is degrades with age, right? So it's not as good as the, the others, but whatever. I caught two uh-huh. and then the vet show, we lassoed them. Mm-hmm. I put their feet in the harnesses and mm-hmm. the vet came mm-hmm. and he was young. We were already started, right? We said, fuck it. Cause he was late. So we said, uh-huh. fuck it, let's get going. And, uh, we, ha- you know, we both Elaine and I had to kind of change headsets. So this poor animal yeah. <laughs> was like two newbies yeah. and it's just a horrifying experience for the alpaca, let oh. alone its first time. Mm-hmm. So she was just mad with fear, <laughs> you know, and I'm calming it down and whatever. And the vet came mm-hmm. and he was young, which was really surprising. So he's a oh. young guy. And uh, he, it just, he told me later in, in the day mm-hmm. um, that it's a chip. He said, you have to change the gene. Of, of aggression in in yourself mm-hmm. because what he has as a vet is is a is an understanding that he could be rough with them yeah that they're animals not people right okay. there's a there's a headset that has to change right mm-hmm. so if you go in with like kindness and stuff it's really great until you have to do something they don't want to do just like yeah. a kid right yeah. so you have to really so when we sheared the first two like the, the second one was like the whole time, like she was straining her eyes because she stretched out like this. Uh-huh. What the fuck are they doing to me? Right. So she's just like, uh, whatever. So we had, we said, well, we got time. Let's try and capture. He said, which one is due next? Who, what's the first one? Uh, which, which one is due uh, soonest? The baby. Uh-huh. We said that one, one of the big ones. Yeah. And he grabbed the other one. And it was so interesting, like, because I can catch them, but they throw me off, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when it starts to run and I'm trying to hang on and it's, like, mm-hmm. bucking me and trying to get me off, mm-hmm. at a certain point, because the first time I smacked my head so hard, I thought mm-hmm. I had a concussion. Mm-hmm. So I don't try to win anymore. Once there's a certain point, I let go, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to hurt myself here, right? But with him... In his mind, he had the confidence to know he was going to win. Uh-huh. And animals, at least these animals, know that confidence. Domination. Yeah, if they know you know you're the boss and you're going to win, then they submit much to somebody like me who's like, maybe I can do this. Yeah. Right? It's a, whole, it's a slight difference, but it's an, an incredibly important difference. Ooh. So like when I was a teacher, I would try and tell the new teachers who the kids were just kicking the shit out of, Mm -hmm. I would say, you're the teacher, Mm -hmm. you're the teacher. 
Until you realize you're the teacher, they're going to win. When you realize that, like really realize it, like, oh, I'm the teacher. That's right. Then it all makes sense. But before that moment, Mm -hmm. you lose. They win. Maybe you get a couple of ties in there somehow. But generally, you lose. Same with the animals. So watching him like... I said, okay, here's the part where she throws him off. But no, he like doubles down and she gives him. Right? Yeah. So so we got two more done. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we got a guy coming to help us tomorrow from, he doesn't know anything about animals, but he's a a strong man. So (laughs) we're just going to, we're going to be smarter this time about harnessing them. Because once they're harnessed, they lost, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they're going to be harnessed. I'm going to put the feet things on. We're going to pull them and they're going to be fuck. But see, the two older ones that we sheared were totally cool. Well, the second one was a little weird because she is weird anyway. But the first one, the first adult was like, all right, get this fucking thing over with. But the two babies were like just fucking terrified. So, and then the first one we did like at one point came back to the barn and looked in while we were shearing her friend, the other baby, Uh the other young one. And she like stuck her head in and looked. They were just so concerned for each other. It was really beautiful to see. But also it was just fucking nuts, man. And Elena gaining confidence with every move. Mm -hmm. So it was like a big day of like understanding our roles in this, right? Establishing control. Something like that. Uh, well, I was just going to take you back because I missed that little bit of how you had everything ready. The vet wasn't there. You had the blue tarp ready. And they wouldn't go in and uh, they pranced to the other. They even like we were laughing. It was so It was just such a beautiful moment. We were all, you know, her parents were helping us too. And so mm-hmm. everybody was like, oh my God, look at this. It's like a very magical thing they do when they get mm-hmm. all, it basically is like, this is how they express their happiness. Mm-hmm. One of the ways anyway. So they just, they start jumping. They're like running and it's more like a jump, jump and the tail goes up in the air and they're like, oh, and the other one says, that looks like fun. I'm going to join in. And then another one looks for a while and says, I'm going to join in. And so then the, the circle grows. So, so, so do you ever join in and start prancing with them, Fred? No, I, I can get, I can provoke them a little bit. The young ones, they mm-hmm. hate me right now. They think I'm like friends with the <laughs> devil. And I've been spending a year and a half tricking them into this moment. Cause now they're like, the other one was like, we were really buddies. And now she just stares at me. If I take even a step toward her, she goes, right? So <laughs> she's, she's got a, She's got to let go and she's got to grow, you know, outgrow it and learn. We got to reestablish trust. So, um, so yeah, they just ran and the little ones were leading the show and then the black one joined in and then the others joined in. It was like, we're just laughing, unknowing. We're just beginning to dawn on us that they were, they were not going to let us capture them. (laughs) So tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah. We are not going to alert because they even wouldn't come for food. This, For example, it's been two days and this morning we wow. had to lure them to the shelter to eat the food. They wouldn't even come, which is like a, they're all like, uh, I don't know about those people. So, and then I brought apples. So I got some of them to like eat oh. apple with me, 
you know, eating from the hand is a sign of trust. So all that was, you know, so it's all. And then tomorrow we're going to get the other three. So what do you do with the, the sheep shearings? What do you do with them? Well, that's where the money, that's one of the big, uh, big parts of the money is that they're in. So Elena's parents had a job to, as Elena sheared it, mm-hmm. that at her father would pull so that it would untangle from the mm-hmm. other, because it's like a, it's like, so then you pull and then they put it in a bag. Okay. Right. So the quality A, there's an A and a B fiber. The A fiber she takes first, right? In Spanish, the manta, I guess they yeah. call it. The blanket, right? She takes the top part and that's the A quality fiber. She shears all that. The father and the vet were putting it in a big plastic trash bag, like a big plastic trash bag. Mm-hmm. And then she says, all right, that's all the A fiber. Then she starts on the, the butt the higher shoulders, the neck, yeah. and the feet for the B fiber. And then that goes in a blue bag so that we know it. And then names are put in the bags. Like this is Enza's uh, A fiber. This is Enza. But she knows because of the color of the bag, which, which yeah. quality it is. And then you bring big trash bags full of fiber back. And the babies were so dirty that it's just horrifying for Elena to think she's going to have to, you know, it's just, she's got a lot of work ahead. Now the work begins. Again, another kind of work. Yeah, that's what I was part of it. I was wondering that. And then she has to dry it and then wash it again and, you know, until it's, and then she's some, it's a, it's a, it's a long, we would prefer, and that's one of the things she's involved with, with this association she's helping to start, is the wool washing factory, right? The mini mill, they call mm-hmm. it, right? So, so he would, you know, like the one sat down and she wasn't going to move. So he just picked her up by the hair and just moved her. Yeah. Where Elaine and I would probably be like, come on, Jargon, don't do this. Come on. You know, like just the idea of different parenting skills. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And you see, what I do with, is, which is worse, is I fuck with them. I tease them. And, <laughs> and that's, in the long run, it's okay. But in the short run, it doesn't work very well in terms of getting your them to respond to you but it gets our attention but doesn't yeah domination is the key yeah yeah the animals certainties being certain mm-hmm. right being certain that that helps a lot any set of doubts ah you know the animals can sense that just as a kid can sense that you know oh, you have doubts about yourself let me exploit that mm-hmm so you can see in this long intro story that'll probably get cut to nothing. Um, this is where the the idea of control came to mind. Was, uh, I you know, bet. The, you know, the uh, it's a mindset, right? Because and then it's also it's all it's also much bigger than that too. But in a very you know real and physical way to be able to control the animals, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, say sorry later, this is for your own good, right? Um, so, yeah, that's one thing. And then I've also the other part of it, too, um, for control is um, related to an episode we did many, 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 many weeks ago, two years ago for maybe. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the idea of for security feelings, feelings mm-hmm. of security, the wish to control one's environment. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's that angle too, but that leads, that's like a different kind of 
thing because it's tied to worry and and the the need to to feel the, the need to feel in control. That's different than like animal stuff. That's the mm-hmm. other side of it. Could be psychological, right? The are you are we comfortable? Is someone comfortable with not being able to control what comes next? But that's different than than controlling animals. What do you guys have to say? Sorry, I've spoken mm-hmm. about a lot. I was I, what comes to mind when when you talk about the the shearing and the planning and getting the pulleys and the winch and and the tarp and everything. What comes to my mind is the best laid plans of mice and men. You know, it's it, it's so um, it's so it's so true that there's always a. I shouldn't say always. There's often a, a little factor which is going to mess things the up. Thing, the thing that we can't see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I can plan, which yeah. is, again, it's kind of control, right? I mean, we yeah, made, yeah. I even was so, so, so like on the morning we, we had to get everything set. I do something and I was like, Elena's going to have to do this because this is how I feel okay inside, right? And I make a list of all the things we have to take and where they're at and where they mm-hmm. have to go up there. And then as we pack them, I, I take them off, the, I put a line through it, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's how I feel okay inside when I'm in front of a task like this. Mm-hmm. And I said to Elena, she had to, you're going to have to do this with me. This is how I, this is how I do big things. Uh-huh. And always, but never do I know it in the moment, but it's always the thing I can't see, mm-hmm. which I couldn't see how the, the, the ladies would refuse to come to the shelter and mm-hmm. then run and make fun of us. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't making fun of us. They were just having fun running around. Yeah, right? I, I, I couldn't plan for that. I, I, that was outside. And it's, to me, it's always that thing I couldn't see. If I could see it, then I planned for it. Yes, of course. And no matter how many things I plan for, it's the thing I don't see that upsets things or, or you know, the best laid plans, as you said. Mm-hmm. And, there's, and there's nothing to say, okay, next time we won't have a tarp there. There's nothing to Tomorrow. say <laughs> that that's not, there's not going to be something else. And it might not even have been the tarp. It might have been the something or other you were giving off that they could sense. They knew. Well, you know what? To, to me, like, there's two aspects I'd like to say. One is my diabetes is all about control. It's uh, it's called, you know, you need to be in control, right? And so I've been doing this for 40 years, 40 plus. And what you learn is, is that you're you're in constant change. Everything is in constant change. You never do the same day. You never do the same situation. So your energy, you know, my my physical output will affect how much insulin I need. The food I have or insulin I need. If I'm sick, there's all these these uh, variables that you you can't control, uh, but you can manipulate. And, and, you know, then I, I was thinking how 
In fact, we're the only beast that manipulates the environment. Everything else reacts to the environment. All the other living things react to the environment with a limited range of possibilities. They don't change. I mean, they, some of them can learn things. Some, you know, a few things. Over but, generations, maybe. Yeah, but it's it's a question of we manipulate and so we get into trouble and then we get have successes yeah, so yeah. control is impossible it's influence you you can never control anything it always bursts out somewhere it always pops out somewhere and so being being manipulative with as little um, change to the environment is, to me, the best you can even expect. And and then it, you don't have to, like, I don't have a lot of machines because it's more trouble. I have to fix the machines. I have to control the machines then. So the less machines I have, the easier it is for me to function. Because I have to adjust, do the adjusting myself. I'm I'm the one that yeah, I have to control or manipulate or you know move. Well, this- well, there's I think there's also there's there's an attitude, right? Because if you if you want to be in control and you believe you're in control, when anything messes up, it 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 it, it throws a spanner in the works. Because everything's set right, whereas if you're if you're sort of more just sort of gently guiding it, um, you know, um, as as um, as people have uh, talk about controlled skids, so you, you can't control it absolutely, but you if you can play with the with the direction of it, and and then you're, you're ready talking to, about a skid for a car, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and then you're you're ready for it, as opposed to you're in control. Yeah, no problem. I got this right, and and then it's when something happens, then you're not ready for it, and you can't deal with it. Then well, it's. That's the panic thing can can really throw yeah things. yeah the, yeah that's and, where the word go ahead jim please well and and i think you could say that the attempt futile attempt we um we make to control others instead of ourselves becomes this world we're living in where people are always controlling other people, making other people do what they want, only doing what you want. And they, they, you know, it's a, it's instead of controlling, you know, this thing, which comes down to me to learning. The only way you can actually control things is to learn. That's what you did. You learned from the vet, right? Oh man. And, and, and that's the way when I moved to Ryanell, I learned from all the old guys how to how to do stuff, so I could I could have a septic tank that worked, <laughs> nowhere to put it, and 
and all the hippies out in the woods who who are going to do what they wanted to do, and they you know they wanted to do it this way. Well, you know, they had to they had to learn or leave my garden up there. I was up there this morning, like I was going around trying to see is everything living? Is it going to lie be alive? You know, and and it's a it's sort of control. But it's more like influencing at the right time, timing, timing and learning. Huge, 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 huge. A word that comes to mind is adaptability. So you're, um, whereas when when we use the word control, it seems like, okay, everything's predictable and exact and right on time and right in the right place. Or as adaptability, you're watching it, so it's more active. Like when you talk about control, it's almost like, okay, sit back and watch, right? As opposed to actively watching and participating. And that's where my attempts now to do things around here, I can't do things like I could. My eyes are going, you know, I'm just not as, as smart. I'm not as good. So my idea of influencing or controlling, I have to go, Jimmy, <laughs> you need to get help or smarten up or do something, but don't even think about being, you know, able to, to you know, hold the thing together like you did. The way I look at what you just said is that, We'll go back to the classroom for Jimmy and I know this space, right? Yeah. So one guy, one gal, one teacher, generally, normally, and we'll say 30 students. Mm -hmm. So one person and 30. <laughs> By numbers, the 30 should win, right? So how does one person mm -hmm. control 30? And most of those kids, depends on this kind of school you're in and all lots of, there's the variables Jim was talking about. Maybe you're in a room where the majority of them don't want to, don't want what you're given. And there's a handful that do, but the majority don't. That's, that's a real tough situation, right? Now you're in charge, you're the boss, you're, in, you're the one, and you got only like seven out of the 30 that care about what you're trying to do. I, I've seen the movie. You take, <laughs> you take the smallest one and you, give, you make an example out of the... <laughs> yeah, there's that. That's a possibility. Depends on what kind if, of school you're in. You if know. you're inclined to, to yeah. do that. So, so if you think... For me, it was fascinating. I'm going to wrap, wrap up this little interjection yeah. here. For me, it was fast, interesting. We're mm -hmm. studying. Mm-hmm. To say, how can that happen? Yeah. What's in place that allows that to happen? And I think it's what Jim is talking about. In, in a sense, that belief, the classroom, Jim, maybe. I'm just trying to maybe put context, trying to say mm -hmm. how I see what you're saying. Is that the teacher, the government, the, the, the bosses, the, the, the way it's always been done, right? Is under, under, under siege because there's enough people now that say, 
like your 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 conspiracy people that you live around, Jim. So there's more and more and more of those people who who think that the boss is is not nice, right? Whatever that means to them, they can mm-hmm. look a lot of different ways, right? So um, it's always it's and that I think that's breaking down. It's like a, a school that's losing control over its its population of students. So they are stopping. They're like, hey, you don't believe that either. No, I don't believe it at all. Are you kidding me? Do your research, right? And <laughs> and then there's more and more of those. So the thing feels floppy now because it truly is the belief system is, is being challenged, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, to me, the re- reason the teachers in charge and 30 kids will, will pay attention, most of them, and right, do, what, do the good thing is because they believe in something that the teacher represents. Mm-hmm. The established rule of law could be very simple like that too, or it could be more, more, more wonderful and 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 uh, majestic. I've done my research. I've <laughs> done my independent research. Well, I look at it like we're we're kind of a like controlling means there's something there to control. There's a situation. A group of individuals, something, there's something there to keep the same. And I think of a herd as sort of the basic unit of, of society, uh, different size herds. You know, our, our group, EJ group is a herd. And we're held together by God knows what. A belief system. In italics. Mm-hmm. Right, in, in, you know, and and we're all interested. We can leave any minute, and this is one of the cool things about our group is that you can go, you go. There's no domination, no domination. And then there's school, the British school system in the old days, which was very good system because it would it was very dominating. Boom, you freaking do it. Well, hold hold on there one second. The British ruled the entire world. (laughs) Report to the headmaster's office, six of the best. I mean, that's that's a sure way to keep everything under control. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But also, also, if I may, not only what you guys have said, but also the idea that because you control the world, that's the belief system. So... If I want to be part of the dominant team, then I'm going to I'm going to to do what I'm told, mm-hmm. and those others who are rebelling, they just don't know the truth. Yeah. We'll put them down, and then I'll get put my down. Turn. And those are the bad people, anyways. They should be put down. <laughs> right? So I there's a, to me, it's like what holds it together is a belief system. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, if we're not careful, because this is the negative side, and I didn't want to say mm. it in the, ne- in the negative way. I wanted to say it in a positive way. But the negative mm. side that expresses what I'm trying to say is that if people aren't careful in these games that we play with, with EJ, is that eventually it will become a catechism. Mm-hmm. And so there's a vigilance by some people, I think, that, that are influencing us mm-hmm. to make sure that it has the qualities that Jim was just pointing at. Because if it, it, at a certain point, if people aren't vigilant about keeping that 
openness and that lack of dominance in those words that Jim were, Jim was using, mm-hmm. then it gets put into a catechism. Like these are the rules mm-hmm. that you do to be part of our club. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. And this is what you do. And you're here mm-hmm. because you want to be like us. Mm-hmm. So that then things become a catechism and it's always, it hasn't been very much on my mind recently, but, but in the past it's been a real concern of mine being mm-hmm. part of what we're part of. Well, I see it working in this group in that there's always a new thing and always new people. And there's new people becoming in, becoming experts. And the old guys like me who don't do the new things uh, can't tell everybody what to do. (laughs) And so there's always, there's been this constant new guys coming in, new guys coming in, new guys, new things to do, new things to do, new things to do. And I think that's the best way of not allowing it to solidify. So that's kind of the environment that I've always looked at is that one where you, okay, keep the environment, keep the game the same, keep the game the same. Don't change the game. We always change the game. And then, you know, got to do new things to fucking keep her going. <laughs> oh. What, 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 what is it about this belief? Is, is it that we believe that we follow instructions or, or something that something's going to happen that we're going to get rewarded with something. If you get good grades, you get a good job, and somebody <laughs> pretty will like you, right? And then, you know, you'll be comfortable, right? Not like those other people. So that that's one way to see, but continue. I just, yeah. So in this game, the one we're talking about here, the EJ yeah. game, Yeah. so... That's the belief system for the general, at least during my generation. Maybe it's different now, but that's what I believed, right? Mm -hmm. That was the story. So with with EJ, what's the belief? If you do everything like, you know, now you have a Zazzle (laughs) and an Etsy and you're making images with AI-generated images that you put on your products in these shops, what's going to happen for you? Well, I mean, that's just one of many things that we could be doing, right? Mm-hmm. That is the flavor of the second. So what happens if you throw yourself deeply into that? What's the belief? You don't, Do you get a job? Do you get a pretty person to marry you? Do you um, live comfortably and happily ever after? Well, I think that's the cool thing about this outfit that you don't, you don't get stuck. Like I had friends here yesterday. I showed them around at the paintings uh, around, and you know, it, it doesn't inspire uh, people to uh, lick your face because I've got all the EJ, these EJ paintings on the wall. You know, there's no there's no gratification for the the common folk, which is where you get the adulation from. That's the adulation crowd. So, sorry, Jim, you gave me an opening here. So, so by putting, we'll take it out of what, what, what I would have pointed out with jazz one. So you put all these paintings from him on your wall and you bought them first, you bought them, right? 
Yeah. And then you put them on your wall. For what? For for what? What do you get out of that? What's it giving you? What's what's the belief system? There's no belief system other than they kick me around on an ever-increasing level. They kick me around, especially since I've been doing art, art, but I walk down the stairs. We got them all in the stairwell going down. It's just bang, 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 bang. It's not a belief system. Uh, it, it's something, something uh, moving me around. And I've seen a few people come in and be, be affected by them. A very couple, two people, actually. Walk in, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So, go ahead. So is, isn't that the belief system that somehow exposing these pieces to normal everyday folks, it's going to ignite something. It's going to, it might be immediate. It might be in 10 years. It might be in a hundred years. It's going to ignite some sort of transformation, which, which is like, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm still trying to ignite me, my transformation. Uh, yeah. You know, that's my concern. Like other people now, well, you know, I mean, people that show up, great, great. But, you know, to try and you put, induce... a, you put on an art show at least once in the past. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I put on a few. Yeah. And I and I get one person who was interested in, in all of them. One, one so person. In, in one set of beliefs, Jim, just playing, because I've been there too, right? So yeah. with one set of belief systems, then that's an utter failure. Having one person come to your show and, and have some interest out of, hand, what, uh, of how many? We don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, the, that's, nope. a, that's from, go ahead, we're shaking our uh, fingers. I, I'm ahead. just going to say, well, one person might be more than enough because you don't know that one person, how many more they may touch or ignite or spark. Sure. But if we're playing from pure capitalism. Oh, yeah, yeah. You understand? That's what I mean. Yeah, so in, yeah. in one set of belief systems, ours, we say, well, one, that's amazing. Yeah. Don't feel yeah. bad. You did a good thing. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a success. And you're like, I know for me, it was like, no, that's not successful. That's embarrassing. Hmm. I had put all this effort in and I spent all this money I don't have. And I, we've sh- mailed things back and forth. So I have a show to put on and I, I, I sell one $10 piece. <laughs> you're telling me that's a success yeah that's a success well now that's that's a new system for me to believe in well get I it? So, like that's yeah, that's yeah. what i'm trying to say yeah yeah i think well for me i see it as self grinding down of any personality greatnesses or or failures and grinding the personality down to a nub is largely what I feel this outfit has allowed me to do. Self-grinding. I go and do something, It's a self, it grinds. It doesn't release me into a beautific state. I get, I get ground down, I get ground down. And then there's a bit of a, a, a lightning effect afterwards. I'm lighter because I've been ground down. <laughs> 